According to the Social Security Administration, if you take 100 people at the start of their working careers and follow them for the next 40 years until they reach retirement age, here's what you'll find. Only one will be wealthy, four will be financially secure, five will continue working, not because they want to, but because they have to, 36 will be dead, and 54 will be broke, dependent on friends, family, relatives, and the government to take care of them. Monetarily speaking, that's only 5% of us who will be successful in creating a life of freedom, and 95% who will continue to struggle their entire lives. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. Hello, friends. My name is Dave Alger, and I want to share with you about my family background and how I succeeded in personal finance. Along the way, I hope that you will relate to my story in some way, and I can be an encouragement to you. My desire is for you to have success in personal finance, just as I have. And my name is Nate Alger. I am Dave's son. He's taught me a lot over the years and set me on a track towards financial freedom in my business and life. We now want to share with others how they too can succeed with their money. Each episode is going to be anywhere from 10 to 20 minutes long. And the first part of each episode will begin with a short story from Dave's life or what we've heard or picked up along the way. And then we will leave you with a few points from the story and an opportunity to take action. What we want you to learn from Dave's life is that even while being average in life and career earnings, you too can still create an incredible future through disciplined saving. Lastly, the Bible has been an incredible source of wisdom for us, so we will leave with a relatable Bible verse at the end of each episode. All right, let's get started with the very first story, which is Dave's story. As all of you know, we all have our own stories, and they all vary from uh, person to person, but I want to share you my story, and maybe some of you can relate. I grew up in a lower middle class family. My dad was a general laborer, and he had an eighth grade education. So what his career was primarily was he helped build schools, bridges, buildings, uh, large commercial buildings. But as a general laborer, he did a lot of the physical work preparing the main trades for what they had to do. For example, he carried the block for the bricklayers. He carried the plywood for the carpenters and so on and so forth. So because of his lack of education, he was a little bit limited on how far he could go up the ladder, so to speak. My mom, she was a homemaker and uh, being older than most of you, uh, back in those days, homemakers were pretty common and she was a great mom and I was very thankful to have her in my family the way she was. My sister is four years older. She is a teacher. And what's interesting in this respect is of all the family members, my sister was the first one to get a college degree that we know of. So I'm talking about our cousins and so forth. And I was the second one in our 
extended family to receive my college degree. And the reason for that is my dad, he really stressed education to me. And it wasn't the be all to succeed in life, but he grew up, like I said, with a uh, eighth grade education. He worked very hard. And towards the end of his career, it was extremely hard on his body. And he really encouraged me in particular to get a college degree. That was his big goal in life. So did he want you to get an education so you wouldn't end up like he was or to have to work a tough labor job like he was working? Yeah, to some degree. Um, He saw that education would allow for more opportunities for me. What he did was good work. And I remember clearly we would go, say, down to the Cape or somewhere for the day. And he'd point out a bridge that he helped build or a school that he had built. And he had pride in what he did. He enjoyed his work. However, it gave him limited opportunities to to move ahead. So what happened was my dad really never made a lot of money. He had a very low income overall. And so because of that, they had low financial expectations. And what I mean by that is they never had a lot of money. And so they never really, uh, I don't know, they never did a lot of financial planning. They just kind of figured it out as they, they went along? Right. Yeah, they just figured it out as they went along. They had just enough to put food on the table, so to speak, like probably many of us besides myself have done in our lives. We grew up in families that were just, you know, we had enough money, but never really got ahead. Growing up, I was into sports. I played little league in sports. I played high school sports. I ran cross country, played basketball and tennis. And then uh, also during that time, I, pl- I was in Boy Scouts, and I did uh, rise to the rank of Eagle Scout. But I will tell you, for the most part, I was an average person my entire life. And what I mean by that is I had average grades. I was average in sports. I was just a regular guy. I didn't stand out. I didn't have any uh, aspirations to be a class president or any of that kind of thing. I was just tried to fit in, so to speak. And I'm guessing many of you had the same experience. Did you feel when you were growing up that you felt kind of average, that you couldn't overcome or, you know, weren't ever going to amount to a lot? Or did you feel like even being average, you could be successful? Well, that's a good question, Nate. But honestly, I didn't even think about that. When I was a kid growing up, I was a regular saver and you'll learn about that in just a minute. But I didn't think of myself as average In hindsight, though, I can see that I definitely was. Gotcha. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about your family and accomplishments. Sure. In 1983, I married uh, my wife, Sue, and we have two children. Over the next 30 plus years, we have lived in four different states. I grew up in Massachusetts, and then I lived in Oregon right after college, then California, and now we live in Tennessee. I will tell you that I've been very blessed. I've had a great life so far, and I'm very thankful. I have a wonderful family, two great kids, wonderful wife. I have some deep friendships. However, I want to emphasize that I did not stand out. I was average. You know, in my work, I worked for Sears for 30 years, and uh, it was a good job. I was an operations manager. I liked what I did, but honestly, I was average. I wasn't, uh, you know... I didn't stand out. I didn't move up the food chain, so to speak. And what I want to tell you about that is today in the world, they judge you on your accomplishments. 
And what I mean by that is how well-spoken you are, your athletic prowess. And for me, I was average. The reason why I say that is I'm thinking of you, the listener. Can you relate at all to my life? If you can, keep listening. You have different circumstances, of course, but I'm guessing you might have a similar storyline. And hopefully you can relate a little bit to what I've just shared with you about my upbringing. Well, knowing you, I know there is one thing that you're a little bit above average in, and it's something that you taught me from a young age. And so I wanted to, to ask you, is there something that you consider yourself excellent in? Would you say that would be saving? Yes, I would say that is the one thing that I have been able to do very well. And I will tell you, it has made the biggest difference in my financial life. And that's why we're talking on this podcast today. My hope and my desire is to encourage you to become a good saver. This is the reason for this podcast. And one of the little tricks that I did, and again, when I started, I didn't even know that it was going to be, so to speak, the secret to my success financially. But one of the tricks was that I always saved 10% of every paycheck, no matter what. You know, when I was mowing lawns or picking strawberries for my uncle, whether I made $20 for the day or $100 a day, and then later, obviously, more, I always saved 10% of my paycheck, no matter what. I always paid myself first. And you've probably heard that expression. And it is a challenge to do that. However, it can be overcome. And I just want to encourage you to think that through a little bit. If you pay yourself first 10% of all your earnings, you're going to see an incredible change in your life from a financial perspective. I will tell you later, probably much later, maybe 20 years into my career, I was able to start saving more. And I did 15%, even up to 20% of my income went into savings. And you've probably heard a little bit, if you're into finance or money at all, you've heard about people on YouTube in the FIRE environment, uh, financial independence, retire early movement. And a lot of those guys and gals, they'll save 30, 40, even 50%. And that's fantastic. But I will tell you, honestly, I saved 10% for most of my career. And that was the difference maker. And you too can do the same. After I did that for a few years and became a pretty good saver and started to have money in the bank, I started to learn about investing in real estate and the stock market. Now, again, I'm just an average guy. I'm no big wheeler dealer, but I did learn enough from reading in books about real estate and how to buy like a single family home as a real estate investment. And then along the way, I learned and read about the stock market and became a pretty good person at investing in the stock market. And I've always gotten the habit of saving 10%, investing 10%, giving 10% away, and living on the rest. And in future podcasts, we'll talk more about that and what that means specifically to you. But uh, that is something that I did begin early. Now, I will tell you that depending on where you are in your stage of life, that may not be you. You may be 25, 30, 40, even 50 years old. And I don't want you to give up hope because obviously starting earlier does help. But the things that I can teach you will change your life, not even depending on what age you are at any stage in your life. Over time, 
I've learned skills that help me to succeed in the financial world. And I'm going to help you do that as well if you're interested and willing to listen. I want to tell you that throughout my career at Sears, I never made more than $50,000 in a year in all but four years. So basically, you know, I probably went from 25 to 50,000 in my career, except for a few years. However, my wife and I were able to retire at the age of 55 and we have lived off our investments full-time since then. We've now been retired more than 10 years. And you know what the key is? It's being faithful and committed, saving a part of every paycheck and not ever using that to buy something that goes down in value. Again, I'll talk more about that later when I talk about the save 10, invest 10, and give 10. But that first part, saving 10%, that is the key to succeed financially. Exactly. And so that wraps up the initial story part of this episode. It was a little longer because we wanted to introduce Dave and a little bit about his life. But you might be wondering, why did we create this podcast? Nate and I talked about this for some time. And what really connected with me was that I want to help others. I'm retired now, as I mentioned. I have enough resources to do anything I want, basically, within reason. But I really enjoy helping others. It's, it's just one of the things I like to do. And I want to help people like you to succeed with money. I want you to become a good saver too. And please don't write it off. Don't say, oh, I can't do that because you can. I'm just a regular guy. I'm an average person. As you can see from my upbringing, I'm just a regular dude. However, I know I can help you become a good saver. You know, I've not attained some super high net worth and that doesn't interest me. My goal from the beginning was to be financially independent. Financial independence allows you freedom and more choices in life. It doesn't solve all your problems. However, it does give you more opportunities in life. I will tell you financial independence is not hard. However, it requires a few things. It requires financial education, and that's something that I can give to you partially. I'll also, along the way, share books and sources to help you with your financial education. It requires discipline, accountability, and patience. If you think this is a get-rich-quick thing, it's definitely not. If you can be faithful, saving 10% of every paycheck, it will make an incredible difference in your financial future. What I want you to think through as we go forward is to look at every financial decision, every money decision with that proverbial special lens. What I mean by that is with that purchase, with that expense, with that investment, move me toward financial independence or away from it. Okay, do you want to finally understand how finance works from a layman's perspective? If you do, I can help. All right, that about wraps up the podcast. At the end of each episode, after we've shared a little bit about the story, and in this case, Dave's experience growing up, we want to go through three points that we want you to take from this story. What are those three points? Well, first of all, as I hopefully you saw from my storyline, I am your average Joe. I don't stand out amongst my peers. I just fit in. And I can relate to the average Joe. 
I am from a blue-collar family. I'm not an Ivy League kind of guy with degrees and career accomplishments on my wall. And I want you to succeed with money just like I did. Helping others succeed financially is very rewarding. And lastly, success with money is achievable to anyone willing to learn. Now it's time to focus on you. Yes, you, the listener. Let me ask you this. Can any of you relate to my story? I'm guessing there are many of you that did. Let's face it, most of America is going to fit into the average box. Very few of us become famous actors or pro athletes as examples of someone breaking out of their humble beginnings. However, I want to tell you that you can break out from your situation, financially speaking. It does take discipline and accountability. It does take action on your part. But you can do it, and when you do, it will change your life. It will open up so many doors to winning in your life. And I'm not just speaking about financially, but if you have a good financial base, it will change your life. I want you to see yourself in me and see that you too can succeed financially with patience, discipline, and accountability, no matter what your upbringing is. I can help you win with money. So the question is, are you ready to begin? And that wraps up today's episode. In the next episode, we're going to tell you a little story about Dean and Mike. You will learn all about how different life choices can create both positive and negative outcomes with money. We will always close with a Bible verse related to what we are teaching. Dave, go ahead and read this episode's verse. Today, our very first Bible verse we're going to give is from Proverbs 21, number 5. The plans of the diligent lead to profit, as surely as haste leads to poverty.